Good evening, and welcome to Adventuring Interviews. I'm your host, Lillison Winterstar, and today we are joined by- Erthrindiri Ariel. What are you doing in my studio? Matter of fact, how did you get into my studio? I'm interviewing you, obviously. And how exactly did you think you were going to keep me out of your studio? Fair point. I knew I should have cast Morty's private sanctum on this place. Good grief. Did they get watchdogs that watch the ethereal plane? Anyway, I hope you didn't think you were going to get away with interrogating all the rest of us without bearing your own soul in return. And besides, those who come after us and want to learn more about their glorious vampire-slaying heroes deserve to know just as much about you as the rest of us. At this current moment, I'm of the opinion that they deserve very lit. Are we live? What is your current state of mind? Tired. <laughs> Feels as though the stress the last few weeks has landed on my shoulders all at once. Like I've been running on adrenaline and fear, and now that those are gone, body's coming in to collect the tax. If I never have to use haste on myself again, I will be a happy man. Speaking of happiness, what is your idea of perfect happiness? Oh, permit me being a little sappy for this, but... It's to know that I'm loved, beyond a shadow of a doubt, and that that love's not contingent on what I can produce for people. If I have that, everything else is immaterial. I could be living in a garbage heap and I'd still be on top of the world. What is your greatest fear? Used to be magic. Evocation, enchantment. It's always to shape somebody to be what you want them to be. Even if you want what you want them to be is, a, you know, dead. And I've had enough of being shaped by other people, thank you. Not unless I want to be. Though these days it's a little more mundane. Bats, dire wolves, vampires, and needing to trance alone. Those are all much more um, materially conquerable fears, I should think. God, I hope so. What is the trait that you most deplore in others? Cowardice. Not like the running away kind, necessarily, but cowardice of the soul. If you're going to spend your life pretending that you're somebody you're not, that you don't want what you really want, then I don't want much to do with you. I'd rather have a whole broken person than a bundle full of the nicest cheery lies. You seem to assume that all of the lies are necessarily cheerful ones. With most people, I've found they are. Not with you. Well, most people aren't very good at this. What is your greatest extravagance? No, they aren't. And it's close. I know I don't much look at given all the black, but I adore any opportunity I get to dress up. It's part of why the ranger job chafes so much. Every day was the same uniform, the same work. No room to experiment, to grow, to change. And one of the first things Mom ever taught me is that we immortals need change more than pretty much anybody else. What's your favorite fancy outfit? Oh, well, I think I've got a new one as a Barovia. I haven't actually worn it yet, but what I think I'd do is I'd take this fancy blue and red cloak that I stole from Strahd, and I use that to accent the indigo dress I got in the Amber Temple. 
that, some silver earrings, braid my hair, some sensible shoes. Wait, Strahd had cloaks that aren't black? Where did you find that? I know, right? It's baffling. It was just an, an adjoining room. Label in the back said Escher? I don't know if that's a brand or what. Strange. Um, alright, what is the quality you most like in a person? Ooh, oh boy. Genuine, unapologetic passion. I want people who love and hate with their whole heart, who put their all into everything that they do. You know, they don't have to be loud about it. I know I'm the exception there, not the rule, but that sort of thing matters. Like, Meryl loves inventing things, my old ranger buddy. She'll talk your ear off about the prototype alchemy job she made that only pours barbecue sauce and diet cola. I don't know how she's doing that. I don't know what she's talking about. But I'd like to hear it anyway, because it just... She lights up like the sun. And, uh... I've also found that I apparently have a thing for a nice tale. That's not all I'm saying on that subject. That is more than I wanted to know anyway. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's more than I wanted to say. Next question, please. Um, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Oh, I want gills in... Like, webbed feet, too, ideally, but those you can replace with flippers, but I want to be able to breathe underwater. To be able to explore like I could on land without, like, a diving suit or all that stuff tying you down. I just like to be able to go into the ocean and live. I swear, if I had those sort of facilities, you would not see me above the surface for months. What do you consider your greatest achievement? Well, give Killenstraw, that one's kind of a gimme. But second greatest? Given that speech, I think. The one that got me kicked out of school and <laughs> ostracized from much of the historical community. It was reckless and stupid and, in a lot of respects, really childish. But I'm still kind of proud that I was willing to stand up for myself and my people and say, no, you will not use our pain a moment longer for your own ends. You know, I didn't tell y'all, I heard I inspired a few copycats in the years afterward, to the point where they started getting speakers at this conference to sit in a zone of truth and say that they definitely weren't going to make any sort of political statement during their speech that wasn't on the agenda. I'm so proud. What do you regard as the lowest depth of misery? Out of 35 options and you pick this one? You seem surprised for some reason. It's just, people don't usually ask. Most folks don't really want to know. Why wouldn't anyone want... Anyway, you were saying... Alright, so it's not physical pain, you understand. It's ennui. The slow ticking of the clock... The days turn into months, turn into years. Pain, at least, is some to feel. Some that keeps you in the moment, makes you feel alive. But hopelessness and boredom just eat away at you, piece by piece, until you're a gray little shell of a person, like I was as a ranger in that cabin. 
sitting there for 40 years existing. I think I might know what you mean. Um, what is your favorite occupation? Hmm. Well, I thought it was historian. These days, no honest idea. I've done the math. The treasure from Ravenloft will get all of us by for a few decades more if we're careful about how we invest. But eventually, I at least am going to have to work again. I was thinking I might do something with archaeology for a while, sort of the other end of that historical spectrum. Do you know how many places can't adequately investigate or research their own cultural sites because they will be blown up by magic or monsters or magical monsters? You know, I feel like with the experiences I've had, I could actually help that, help folks claim and study their history without exploding. What do you most value in your friends? The willingness to tell me when I'm being a jerk. I've met a way too many people who will just tolerate me, Lillison, because I'm loud and cheerful and I don't always know how to read a room. And like, I get that, but it's refreshing to find folks who will help me. Everyone thinks I'm going to be so offended if they say something. Like, no, I know who I am. I know what I am. I'm not ashamed of it, but I do want to know. That's important. I don't mind. Okay, I mind a little, but mostly when it's Metreon. That man has found ways to insult me that I had not previously thought of. How would you like to die? On my own terms. I've seen what death does to elves. You spend the last century of your life approaching it, circling it, just waiting. Not for me. When I'm ready, I'm going. All right. You know what comes next. I'm going to say a few names, and I want you to say the first thing that pops into your head for each. Don't screen it. Just say what's on your mind. Oh, wonderful. I love this one. Kiva. Lightning strike. Fast, cunning, strong. She'll knock the breath right out of you. Metreon. Tempting as it is to say something nasty. He's like a river. He's fluid, slippery, but stronger than anything, as long as you give him time and patience to work. Amity? She's like sunlight. She's dazzling, radiant, warm, but, you know, it's easy to take for granted to look past until you don't have it. Love that girl. Lillison. Right. I'm not supposed to screen it. Fire. Brilliant. Searing. Dangerous. Terrifying, but as natural and as important as the earth or the sky. Strahd. Time. Slow. Patient. And cruel. He's inevitable. Until the day that he isn't. Did you have to go with fire? No, I did not. I apologize. It just felt right. Well, I suppose those were the instructions. What were you using that section for, anyhow? What kind of 
deep insights were you gleaning from our answers to that? Oh, from the answers themselves? Almost nothing. But I'm interested in how people frame their perception of others, shaping them into stories, into analysis, into adjectives. It's a little window into your world for just a minute. I like that. Alright, is that everything? You done hijacking my show? Although, honestly, you're a very good interviewer. You did a splendid job. Something to be proud of. Oh, thank you. It's amazing how much information people will give you if you just put them into a chair and ask questions. No mind-affecting magic needed at all. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> Alright, thank you, Lawson. Genuinely. Thank you. And for the last time, dear listeners, be safe and take care. <laughs>